Hello, and welcome to the Federal Contracting Made Easy podcast, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that any small business owner can master. Now, let me introduce your host, Nancy Byerly. Hello, and welcome to the wonderful world of government contracting. I'm your host, Nancy. This is episode number 49, and today's topic is on contracting secrets, where you can find opportunities before they come out on FedBizOps. And you may ask me, Nancy, why do I want to know what, where an opportunity is before it comes out on FedBizOps? Well, it gives you time to put your plan, your team in place, work with your contractors, do a FOIA request if needed. And if you don't know what FOIA stands for, Freedom of Information Act, and so on. Before we get into today's episode, please do me a favor There's going to be a link in today's show notes where you can support Federal Contracting Made Easy and you can purchase some products like coffee cups, phone cases, sticky notes with our logo on it. All monies obtained will be used to purchase enhanced equipment to make our podcast even better. To get the most out of today's episode, you really need to go to our sister channel, Federal Contracting Made Easy on YouTube because you're going to be able to see me demonstrate how to use the tools and techniques to find the opportunities. So obviously, since you can't see on the podcast, we're not going to go into depth. We're going to talk in generalities today. One of the websites you're going to go to, and we've talked a little bit about this before, is the Federal Procurement Data System Or you can use the overlay, which is much easier, which is usaspending.gov. USA Spending is a pretty neat little website. Congress created usaspending.gov so the public can see where the government's money is being spent. It includes all money, grants, loans, contracts. All those items are at one site, one place to go where you can find everything. It's pretty simple to use. Click the advanced search, and then on the left-hand side, you'll see a bunch of different things you can select. The main thing to remember is that you can select up to three items at a time. So it has fiscal years. You only can select three fiscal years. If you want a longer-term report, you're going to have to go back and select the next three and the next three and the next three. Then you're going to select the most important things to select is the fiscal year, your North America Industry Classification Code, otherwise known as NAITS Code, or where you presently have a presence so that you can see what opportunities are available. And you want to select either your small business or set-aside code. So if you're just small business, you'll select small business. If you're 8A, you'll select 8A. Hub zone, select hub zone, so on and so on. Sometimes it's better just to go ahead and go further out and just select small business and see what comes It kind of is an eye-opener at times to do those reports that way. So the whole purpose of doing these reports like this is I want you to find three agencies. And I'm talking sub-agencies. I'm not talking like Department of Defense or Department of Commerce or the Department of Agriculture. I want you to find three sub-agencies. For example, under the Department of Interior, National Park Service, Bureau of Reclamation, Bureau of Land Management, those types of agencies. 
And the reason we're going to do this and the reason I'm having you look at past opportunities is because the government's a creature of habit, just like everything else. If they purchase something in the past, more than likely they're going to purchase it in the future. So if you can select three agencies, you don't want to select all of them because you can't market to all of them at the same time. You select three agencies and we're going to do target marketing. Once you have your three agencies listed, then you're going to go out to the internet, open your favorite browser and type in federal procurement forecast, the name of the agency and hit enter. Also, 2019, if the current fiscal year. So for example, in my example would be 2019 federal procurement forecast, BLM or BOR or GSA or VA, whatever. You're going to put that in that search bar and click enter. You're going to get a list of places that you can go and you can find what the government thinks it's going to purchase in 2019. Now, I have to say this, and this is a big, big, big pay attention here. What I'm about to say is very, very, very important. You must remember that this is a wish list for the government and it's only going to, those procurement items are only going to be cured if the government has the funds available to do that. So they may not get the full funding that they expected to get in a year. That's happened to us numerous times in the government when we were in the government. So just remember that just because it's listed doesn't guarantee that it's going to come out. That's why you really need to start building those relationships with the contracting officers they can't talk about an opportunity once it's come out on FBO, FedBizOps, for those that don't know. But they can talk about it beforehand, or they might not. But you can always try, and that's the main point. The other thing to know is through the Freedom of Information Act, called FOIA, you can request a copy of the solicitations. You can even get some proposals. There are certain items, there's like an exemption of five items, five or seven items that the government cannot provide to you. They also cannot make up documents, and you just need to ask them and tell them how you want it. There is a website that's on my, if you go out to the YouTube channel, I kind of list that website for you so that you can go to find out more information about FOIA and be prepared for that. So once you go out, you click on this list. Some of them will be spreadsheets. Some of them are going to be other things. But these lists will tell you. They generally have some type of sequence number. It'll generally have a short description of the job. Paved parking lot, building, so such and so. So it's very short. It'll have the Nates code assigned to the project. It'll give you a, a range for the price. So you have an idea of roughly what that range of that price is. It'll have a point of contact, point of contact that you can reach out and talk to. Has a phone number, could have an email address. It even will tell you generally what quarter, fiscal quarter, they plan on doing the purchasing or leasing or it comes out on FedBizOps so that you can know. Once you gather this information, you want to get yourself a bulletin board or some way to track this. Uh, most people I've seen when I've gone out to clients, they use a whiteboard and say, these are upcoming opportunities that we're tracking. They already have been out meeting with their subcontractors. 
They've been meeting with um, any teaming, teaming partners and everything else to prepare for that as best as they can prior to solicitation being released. That is the whole benefit of this system. If you're an 8A firm, the biggest benefit to you is you now know what they're planning on purchasing and stuff and purchasing the items are purchasing or the services that they need. And you can go to your business opportunity specialist and see if you can get that aside. Now, nine times out of 10, they're going to tell you, we're not going to do a search letter. And we'll talk more about that in a future episode, but we're not going to do a search letter until you've reached out and talked to that contracting officer and they're in agreement that yes, they're going to go ahead and set that aside for you. This is how a lot of people really benefit from the 8A program. You go out there, you find these opportunities, you get ahead of the head of your competitors, you start marketing to those agencies, and you get your foot in the door. The other thing to talk about, it's all about marketing. Marketing, marketing, marketing. You need to market continually. The more you market, the better off you are going to be in the long run. Now, a lot of established firms don't have to market as much. They've already have built those relationships. But if you're brand new, you haven't built those relationships. They don't know you from anybody in the, anybody else. So you need to start building those relationships. The point of having those point of contacts on that list is you reach out to them along with the small business specialist. You set up a meeting. You go in and say, here's my capability statement. Is there any way I can do a capability briefing? I've seen on the federal forecast that you have these opportunities available. We can fulfill your needs for those opportunities. We would like to give you what's called a capabilities briefing. Capabilities briefing is where you come in and you wow them with all your technical expertise and you show them jobs that are similar to the ones that you've done before. And that's the way to go. Now, if your target market happens, you think is DOD, everybody wants to go play with DOD. If your market is in DOD, if you're in construction, you need to have bonding of at least a million dollars before you go there, depending on the area of where you're located. Most DOD contracts are going to be much larger than the typical GSA for service, so on. Going to the smaller agencies, one, there's not a lot of people that are going to track the smaller opportunities. You can get your foot in the door and make a, a living just off of doing those small opportunities. I had a guy that's all he specialized in. He says, I don't want anything, you know, above a million dollars. I prefer the smaller contracts. I'm in my comfort range. That's what I want to do. And that's what he did. He did a lot of DOD work, but most of his work, and he was electrical, so it was kind of different, was below that threshold. If you don't have a million dollars in bonding and you go to DOD and they're going to look at you and laugh you out the door, the last thing you want to do is ruin the, the chance. You only have one chance to make a great first impression. One chance to make a great first impression. You don't want to lose it by not being prepared, not doing your research, not spending the time it takes to start building these relationships and finding these people. 
the last thing you want to do is go up to somebody and they sit there and you try to well them and tell them all the different things you can do. And they looked at you and they go, we don't buy your products and services. That is the whole purpose of using usaspending.gov is so that you can find those opportunities and get yourself ahead of your competitors. You find those opportunities by going to USA Spending. You find out who purchased your products or services. Then you go to the forecast and you find the forecast. Do not skip to part two thinking you know more than, than I know. I've been doing this for a long, long time. So take heed. Do the steps that I'm following you and you will succeed. Also, I want to let you know something else. If you have any questions or you would like to speak with me live, we are doing on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Mountain Time. We're hosting on Facebook and Instagram a chat where I come in and talk about topics that people are interested in. Um, this last week, we talked about we talked about subcontracting opportunities. That's something we haven't talked about on our podcast. But we talked about that a little bit on there. I'm going to put it, I'm going to add it as a special session so that you can obtain information from it. And that'll be coming out here soon. Please support Federal Contracting Made Easy by considering purchasing from our product store. A link will be in today's show notes. And as always, until next week, be safe. <music>